Okay. Um, episode 52. Uh, Medici Coffee. Last time we, we were at... On Springdale. Uh, on Springdale. Uh, last time we were at Fat Cats. Um, we simped for Hovitas. <laughs> uh, we talked about the Lock Street. We talked about building on Lamar. Uh, Jim Spencer and Mud Puppies talked about Crestview, Italian and Mexican food, tourism and families leaving Austin. Uh, talked uh, about the Strokes and Vampire Weekend. <laughs> we talked about <laughs> Star Wars Galaxy. Well, that was all last time. This time, this is a different one. This apparently, is a new episode. Apparently, we talked about the military at some point, too, because oh, yes. I, had a, I had a bunch of people send me nice messages about supporting the military. Wow. Nice messages? Yeah. On occasion, you get them. On the internet? <laughs> these, oh, these that's are, why it stood out. These are few and far between, my friend. The guy didn't tell me to suck my own dick or anything. <laughs> I mean, you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> I mean, right, you just didn't tell him. You don't need that guy's permission. I mean, if you want to do it, you just do it. Uh, good morning, Gus. Good morning, Eric. Is it morning? How is it this hot? How is it that so it is this fucking hot this early in the morning? 90 degrees, 10, 19 a.m. It feels way worse than that. Yes, it does. I, uh, I just spent nine days in Michigan in Gross Point the Gross Point area, where it was at about 70 to 72 mm. the whole time I was there. Is it winter there or something? And, <laughs> dude, coming home, I, I knew what to expect. I'm used to it. I've lived here for 29 years or something. I think this is the year that breaks me. <laughs> I it? just, it's too much. Like, it finally, you can, go, you can go one of two ways. You can go, okay, this is enough's enough. I refuse to accept this. I got to do something different. Or you can go, I'm just going to turn into human leather. And I just, I don't want to turn into human leather. But that's the only way to enjoy Texas, or the only way to enjoy Austin now from like May to October, if you want to be outside and in the world, is just to accept that you're going to turn into a belt. An old (laughs) leather belt. I mean, on the bright side, this is probably going to be the coolest summer of the rest of our lives. So I mean, oh, we got that, going for, got that going for us. I mean, just yeah, really, no I'm, I'm a glass half full kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, like, I'm a real yeah, optimist yeah, yeah. here. Trying it's going to gonna be so much worse next year. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this year, so, you know, like we said, we're off of uh, Springdale. Uh, we're, I, I think we talked about this before. Um, maybe we haven't. There's a, we, we know a guy who bought a house a couple blocks away from here. And, uh, uh, I went to. I was going to a housewarming party of his once, and I got lost and wasn't sure where I was going. So I like was driving real slow up and down the street next to a convenience store a couple of times, and there were like some dudes on lawn chairs sitting out by the side of the convenience store. And I guess I was driving real slow, and I passed by enough times that they got up to walk over to my car, and I was like, "Oh, there's, oh, oh, no, I'm not buying. But no, no, <laughs> we, we just had a misunderstanding, sir. I'm just lost. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to make you stand up. And I just drove away. I never went to the housewarming party. I just." I just went back home. That is what this area used to be, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not that anymore. <laughs> yeah. It is definitely not that anymore. Used I, to, <laughs> there were corners where you'd just see a dude in sweatpants and a puffy jacket for standing for nine hours at a time. And you're like, it's 108 degrees outside. Now, man, I had no idea all this stuff was here. It looks like, a, it, it, I don't know, they built this whole, like, Shopping center? Question mark. Dude. It looks like a warehouse. Like they built it to look really industrial, like a warehouses with sheet metal. But there's no warehouses here. This is like there's a sign. There's a window over there that says "cute stuff, fun people." There's like a <laughs> Japanese omakase place over here. There's a Clover Maven, whatever the fuck that is. There's a broad shop right there. It's very much a um, like a, a shopping center that's intended to look cool and industrial, but it was never industrial. It's a <laughs> it was always these hipster shops. It uh, it's interesting because I had been here once before a couple of years ago to the little sushi restaurant inside, and we came at night. Morocco 
or Tunari? Tunari, I think. Yeah. yeah, we came here at like uh, nine o'clock at night. It was like the last sitting of the night, and I'd never been here. And I was just having a conversation with my cousin in his car. Yeah. And we got here, and I was like, I didn't realize. I was like, I don't know where the fuck I am. And then we had great sushi, and then I forgot about the place. And every once in a while, I think about it and go like. It's almost as if it was a dream because yeah. I knew it was somewhere over here, but there's nothing like this over here in my mind, and I never bothered to track it down. Yeah. Today, I found out here we are. I, this is crazy. I could have gone the rest of my life I never and probably not it. known that this was here. Yeah. Hey, did anyone tell the police uh, this area is different now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, come on. Hey. <laughs> That's how you know the area is different. There's police response. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is... Um, Still quite a bit of change going. There's a lot of construction going on here on Springdale, on, right? Like especially on this side of the airport. Mm -hmm. There's like that big apartment complex is getting built, like huge. right behind us it's over here. Huge. Yeah, huge. Uh, all this is crazy. It's it's an area that like I can't believe how fast they've built here and the amount they've done in like the amount of time that they've had post COVID. Yeah. It's crazy. I. Uh, you know, I think that's one of the frequent things we talk about is like the change of Austin and how things used to be and how things are now. Not like bitching about it or anything by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, over the weekend I saw a, there was a, a story linked on like the KVU website, like one of the local news affiliates, right? Like one of the local network affiliates did a, a news story about uh, Mueller closing down and moving to Bergstrom, which has been like 24 years ago now. Mm. And they had like footage from Mueller and footage of like the planes landing at Mueller like over 35. And like, man, yeah, that's crazy to think that that was that stopped 24 years ago because I remember that so clearly, so vividly. Did you ever fly into that airport? No, I picked up someone from that airport once, but I never actually mm. flew into Mueller. I flew into it maybe four times. Mm. You would fly into it and then either drive up to Colleen uh, or you would take a little puddle jumper up to Colleen because that's stationed in Colleen, right? Yeah. So, you would like Austin was like the closest hub, so a lot of flights went in. Uh, as if on cue, there's a plane. There you uh, go. Yeah, uh, you you know you sounds like you were traveling there because of the military. By the time mm -hmm. I closed, I was 21 and I didn't have money yeah, to, yeah. to fly into. <laughs> well, travel. I was only flying through <laughs> yeah, the yeah, army, right, yeah. right. so it wasn't a uh, flying wasn't a thing I did very how, often. Back how then. old were you when you took your first flight? Uh, like I, I mean, I flew when I was a, like a baby once. But Where'd I don't you get? Remember that? Uh, we, we, my family flew up to Colorado. Okay. Uh, I have no memory of that. The first time I remember flying anywhere, I was probably like fourteen. It was like a school trip. Okay. Uh, and you probably didn't fly again for a while. Yeah. Then it's like long stretch. Yeah. Because uh, I remember I grew up small town, middle of nowhere. Sure. We had to drive like two and a half, three hours to get to San Antonio to get <laughs> to the airport uh, to even make that flight. Well, I grew up in Alabama, where. Uh, Airplanes were things for rich people to fly <laughs> on. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm just thinking it's, it's wild because I, I think similarly, the idea of getting on a plane was a very unattainable right. uh, dream as a kid. And uh, it's weird how much that flips depending on career and stuff yeah. as you get later in life. Yeah, by the time I left the call center, I was working my, my, my job after that was a travel job, you know. Yeah. By the time I was 21, yeah, I was 21. 21 or 22, like I was flying multiple times a week, you know, just like nonstop on a plane, living out of a suitcase. I think I flew up to Oregon once, twice, because we lived up in Oregon for a while. And I think I flew up to move there and then flew back to visit my grandma in Alabama. And so like oh, wow. twice in my life before Jeez. I turned 18. Uh -huh. And one of those times I flew by myself and I was like 11. I remember Wild. that pretty clearly. Yeah. yeah, they just put the thing on you. And then, but then also, <laughs> like a lanyard but then also, like you know, Millie has flown a lot. Well, she's practically an adult now, but she, she flew alone like that uh, when she was 16, 15. And uh, it's like the scariest thing in the world as a parent now. Uh, 
because you just take him to the airport and then you're like, uh, go up the escalator, I guess, and I'll uh, ho- hopefully you'll find where like when I did it, yeah. my grandparents were waiting for me at the gate. At the gate yeah. You know, I mean, and my mom dropped me off at the gate. I was only alone in the you on know, the jet bridge on the, the jet plane. bridge in the plane, and that's it. Yeah, on the, on the flip side of that, though, it's like Millie now has like a Star Trek level communication device in her pocket. <laughs> oh, that's to, true like, too. And Millie stay in constant contact. Millie also has about five hundred thousand fucking miles on her American Airlines <laughs> account already. Has already flown like four thousand times. Like she's an old soul. She's definitely a pro at it. But is weird. she smarter than you? Yeah, easily. Okay. Is that, isn't that the point of yeah. like? Well, that's why I asked. Of, of uh, yeah. To, to, to <laughs> procreating? To, 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 really, to make something smarter than you? Really yeah, the, the point of procreating yeah, yeah. Is, to, is to make something smarter and better than you in every way. And then you just slowly. Dem- I can feel myself getting dumber. I can oh, feel really? my vocabulary shrinking uh, and my brain shrinking. But I see her blossoming. So I figure it just goes there, maybe. Yeah. Or it's getting absorbed by the hot Texas sun. Or maybe it's, like yeah, maybe zapping it out of you. Bleached out of me. Uh, I know we normally don't talk about the coffee until much later. Oh, you want to talk about it? Take a, take a whiff of my, of my coffee, if you would, Eric. Take a little smell of that. Mm. It smells like a skunk. You know when you're around bad weed that has been smoked yesterday? Yeah. That's kind of what that smells yeah. like. It's, I mean, it smells... Very, it's very, like, very burnt. Well, here's 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 the here's the thing. It's not that the espresso smells burned. <laughs> like they didn't burn it while they were making it. The beans smell burned. The yeah. beans smell very, 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 very burned. They smell old and burned. It, I, I, I'm jealous of you guys. I see you all drinking your coffee. And I'm like, man, I can barely put this to my face. It's, <laughs> it doesn't smell like old weed to me. It smells like almost like burnt oil. Wow. Like a, almost like a burnt mortar oil smell. Mm. Kind of like what they described when Bob would show up in Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> you got Twin Peaks coffee? Um, mm, well, let's, let's talk about let's talk about the coffee then. Um, any thoughts on the coffee, Jeff? Uh, let's see. We are at Cafe Medici. Um, uh-huh. How you say it almost? That's fine. No, in, in, like, in Austin, people say Medici, but... I was assaulted by every Italian person in this country. He's assaulted by Italian yeah. people? What, what, if you say, what, 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 are we in Italy or are we in Austin? If you say <laughs> Medici remember. in Italy, they will say, it's never been Medici, it's Medici. Please say it the right way. Uh. And so I learned, much like you, much like I say Melbourne the way they want me to, uh. or, or uh, uh, Edinburgh the way they asked me to, because uh, yeah. I don't want to insult the locals. Okay, I'm, I'm, You're insulting the locals here, though. Yeah. Fuck the locals here. <laughs> I'm the locals here. Like it's not Medici, it's Medici. Just say it right. Um, okay, so we're at Cafe so, Medici. Uh-huh. So what do you think of the coffee at Cafe Medici? Uh, let me take another sip. Okay. I think that's fair. I got, uh, just for the record, I got an iced Americano today because it's hot as fuck it out It is here. so hot, yeah. I also got the cold brew. So. I think it's it's mellowed out a bit since I started drinking it. Maybe the ice is melting a little bit. Yeah. Diluting it's a it. little bitter for me. A little, little. It's like a twinge of I don't know. We might yeah, get, I get like six and a half. Oh, whoa! I was gonna say we might get below a nine. This is maybe a nine or a nine and a half. No, no. You think so? It's a little like there is. Or something. There's no. There's a little bit of sourness. It has a little bit of floral sweetness. Yeah, it's it a little has, sour. It has a strong coffee taste. The aftertaste isn't bitter at all. It is. A very, very, yeah, a very, bit. very, very, very mm. easy cup to drink. Mm. This is, this is like what I look at. There's almost like a chocolatey, like a dark chocolate kind of like aftertaste that kind of like hangs out. I really, really like this I, cup of cold brew. I, I, I really that, enjoy this. I feel like I'm 
gonna start changing my tune a little bit because as the ice is melting, this is actually getting really there good. You go. <laughs> it's really there starting you to go. dilute and get to the right level. This, this is like a nine or a nine five. I really, I love that we're so disparate on what this is. Yeah. I, I really liked my first taste, uh -huh. and then it kind of went downhill after that. I, I don't know. There is such almost like a floral sweetness to it, like has almost like a flowery kind of flavor. Not, I don't not, get that not, at all. Not baking flour, like like the way when you smell. A lilac or something where it has like. She's so saying it, it tastes like essential oils. <laughs> <laughs> it has a flavor that is like that smell. Um, I really do like this a lot. Uh, this is a place that I've come to a bunch, but I've only I've never gotten the cold brew. I've only ever gotten Cortados here. It's a little local chain. There's a at least two of them. I think there's probably four or five. Yeah, I mean the only there's other one, one over on Westland. There's one on South Lamar near the Draft House. Mm. Mm -hmm. Then the one on Westland. At least, At least three. three yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's more. Yeah, been around forever too. So this is sort of like the crown jewel of this little center. This was the first thing I was telling you guys. This is like the first thing that was built here, sort of. I think like pre-COVID into COVID, and then nothing else was really here. Like all this stuff was like built, but nothing was in here. And then COVID stopped, and it is like, how fast can we fucking move stuff into this thing? We're recording out in front of something called Front Page, which appears to be like a bar. Um, I don't know, um, but it's also part of this little indoor shopping thing where Jeff had sushi. What's wild to me is that, like, I'm looking around, and from here I can see four of these buildings that you talked about that they built, but that one over there says number six, so I assume there's two more back over there oh, somewhere. The, so, this this goes really, really far back. Is there a restaurant called Damn Clam, or is that something else? Damn Glam. I think it's a... Yeah, um, I think, yeah, I think a, it's wouldn't a, it be so much better as a clam, though? It's right over there. It's, it's, a, it's a, like a stylist place. Oh, okay. What did you want it to be? I wanted it to be like a clam restaurant. <laughs> like we got clams, we got clam sauce, we got clams, clams casino, we got clam spaghetti. Clams casino? Wow. I don't like. You know clams, a lot about clams, but I don't. You don't like clams, but you wanted it to be a clam restaurant. I thought that would be interesting. Oh, okay. That'd be unique. Doesn't have to be for me. I'm sure there's a there's a clam community out there. You know, Austin big in the clams and the seafood. I, uh, I don't yet. Hence the 4,000 fucking sushi restaurants. What is with that? They're, 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 it's, it's, they're all chasing that Uchi high. I think <laughs> Uchi are chasing that I think because there really wasn't much in the way of sushi here. Like, I, I try to think pre Uchi. Uchiban? Yeah, man. That, have you ever looked up the um, health scores for that place? No, but my fiance loves it. <laughs> Ichiban? Like, yeah. regularly gets really shockingly low scores. Yeah, well. So does Saps, but it never stopped my well, fiance Saps from is gone. there. I know, <laughs> and she was, and she was, she was patroning it to the very bitter end. <laughs> the uh, the new place is great there. Uh, Kantai, that took over uh, that space from Saps. They're great. I've been mm. there a couple times. Um, but yeah, I feel like then Uchi showed up, and then it was like then it became like a big thing. Like oh, they really started spreading. Like I, I think about pre. Uchi, like you're right. It was like Ichiban. There was that bonsai sushi Mi over there on Mikas Lamar. Mika Mikado is there? Mik Oh, no, no, no. That, you're thinking that place over by... Um, on Burnett, maybe? Chinatown. There's a place that was under Chinatown. Yeah. Uh, off of Greystone. What was that place called? Start with Morimoto? No. Start with an M. Mikamoto? No, that's, <laughs> that, that's a jeweled place, I think. Oh. <laughs> how, uh, how, is it, how would anybody listen to us talk about this? How is anybody still listening to the podcast at this point? Well, they're washing dishes, their hands are wet, and they can't they get over to their phone to turn it off. To, to yeah. switch to anything else, <laughs> they've disabled the uh, the voice activation. Cuz and I, Siri, cut it out. Misremembering names of sushi restaurants I never went to. I mean, that's the whole podcast. Isn't I know. Musashino, Musashino, Musashino was the place that yeah. was under uh, chi Chinatown off Greystone. Uh, Man, right? Wow. Uchi. I went there once with the. Well, we went there for business dinner once. Yeah, I went there. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. What was business dinner? 
Uh, it was with our fulfillment house, I think. Uh, maybe. Oh, I thought we also went. Didn't we go there once also when we worked at the call center? Didn't we take like yes. some people yes, from yes, Dallas? Yes, yeah, yes, that's, yes, that's, yes, that's yes, when you yes, said yes. business dinner. That's what you're I was right, thinking. You're right. Yeah. We, we went there with our Dallas clients. Yeah. Uh, Uchi, Uchiko, two different places. Mm-hmm. Um, same family. But same chef. I haven't been to either of them. Very good, worth it. Yes, expensive. Yeah. Uchi goes better than Uchi. Now, what, what's with that? Why is it so expensive? It's that good because they're getting good fish in the middle of Texas. Because it's like <laughs> James, it's <laughs> yeah. like James I, Beard award-winning food. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Tyson. Tyson's a that Tyson Cold dude's a very successful chef. Is that his restaurant? Yeah. I've never. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uchi and then Uchiko's the second restaurant. It, Uchiko's like the cheaper one. No, I wouldn't call one necessarily cheaper. It's the, more, oh, really? it's the more experimental one where they fo- they mean? focus like Uchi is more traditional uh-huh. sushi fare, uh-huh. and then in Uchiko it's it's more f- farm fresh they say or whatever that means in terms of sushi, and then uh, more experimental, less traditional. Like they get a little wackier. Yeah, you their, might. You, you, they have at Uchi, for example, like at Uchiko they have a Tasmanian. Sea trout, I believe it is. Uh, it's like a, a cut of fish I've never seen at a sushi mm. restaurant before, and you get it, and it looks like salmon, but it tastes nothing like salmon, and it might be the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, but you're going to pay <laughs> out, out the ass for it. Is that like getting cotton candy foie gras? Yeah, kind of like getting cotton candy foie gras, that kind of vibe. It's, uh, they have a, you know, I'm not big into fish or sushi, but I eat it uh, for sure. They have a sea bream there that my fiance just can't get enough of. Really? A big sea bream fan. I eat it. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, both those restaurants are fucking awesome, but it it can be difficult to get in. Like they're busy. They're going to be busy, right. and you're going to pay a lot of money for mm. the privilege of eating there. Yeah, it's it's like one of those like two people date night, maybe like 180, 250 bucks yeah. somewhere yeah. in there. It's pretty it's pretty pricey. I haven't been to either of those in a couple of years. <laughs> it's a it's a once a year kind of restaurant. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um, but worth it. Are there other places like that here? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's tons. Uh, maybe not. I'm, there's probably other sushi restaurants like that, but there are other. I would say the nicest restaurant in Austin is probably Jeffrey's, mm-hmm. and that's where you'll go and pay like 125 bucks for a steak. But everybody that works there is going to be in like a tux with fucking uh, like bow ties, and they like wheel stuff out, Jeez. and it's all like it's like it's like the the most luxurious like 70s restaurant you've ever been in, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. Also, a place you go to. That's a place you go like once every five years. <laughs> <laughs> I went there once with Emily four years ago. Oh, you're coming up. Yeah, it's make, your, close. make your reservation close, soon. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it, I feel like it didn't used to be like that. Like the idea of a fancy restaurant in Austin used to be like Manuel's on Congress or something, right? Like, what, like back in the 90s, what was like the fancy restaurant in Austin? Oh, uh, well, Jeffrey's was there and it was the fancy restaurant. You and I didn't know about it because yeah, we no. weren't that fancy. Yeah. Yeah. But Jeffrey's and Fonda San Miguel oh, Fonda were San the Miguel. big yeah. restaurants. And then the restaurant at the Four Seasons, I think, was always considered. I've never been Neither. there. Yeah. Fonda San Miguel, people love that place and the food's fine. Just, I feel, whenever, I've, I've eaten there. A couple of times, not very many, but I always feel like every time I walk in, it's like you're walking into an old folks' home. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, no. like lots of like the entire clientele is silver-haired people. It's like going to the Frisco kind of, yeah. where you're gonna you're gonna be the youngest person in there by a couple of decades. But they're very fancy, very rich old people, and they all have reservations. And you, it's like one of those places where you 
you have to probably get a reservation two, three weeks in advance. Yeah. Jeez, See, I think least. I believe I heard that it's Elon Musk's favorite restaurant in Austin. By the way, like I like Fonda San Miguel. I've been there twice, I think. It's not that good. Yeah, I, I agree oh, with really? you. It's fine. It's it, fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh. Jeffrey's is that good. Uchiko is that good. Fonda San Miguel's not that good. Really? It's just good. Yeah, it's so good. I, like you, like I said, I've only been a couple of times and it's fine. I, yeah. just, I don't get the, the I don't big get the to do about it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it really it is. is a gorgeous building. Do you guys have a favorite restaurant right now in Austin? Yeah, easily. Really? Uh, well, for like everyday food, top notch. I, I eat top I mean, notch what, all the time. I mean, whatever, whatever you, whatever you qualify as favorite restaurant. I've got, I've got two. Top notch mm-hmm. for just like gotta go get a burger and annoy Gus because he, he doesn't want to support that re- restaurant. No. Uh, and then uh, it's become a big selling point for me. Uh, I got a, a new vested interest in seeing top notch succeed and thrive. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and then uh, for a nice restaurant. And I will fucking die on the sword for this place, ABBA. What is that? The Mediterranean restaurant on South Congress and like the new fancy buildings that are all like four stories and condos and uh-huh. hotels and very expensive or like the Nike and Hermes store. Like over on the that. east side, yeah, of, the, of Congress? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, there's a Mediterranean restaurant called ABBA, A-B-A, that is, you got to make reservations like two months in advance. Wow. I've eaten there probably seven or eight times. As soon as I eat there, I make a reservation for the next time. Oh, my God. I'm between, wow. I am between reservations right now because I forgot to do it last time. But, uh, but it's phenomenal. They have the be- I don't, I'm not even a big hummus fan, but they give you this hummus plate with three different kinds of hummus and, and the best pita bread you'll ever put in your mouth. Really? And you just sit there, and it's just, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm, I'm getting my dick hard thinking about it. <laughs> Jesus. I've had that, that, that's something I feel like gets overlooked. Like, I've had good pita in the past, but lots of the places, lots of the Mediterranean places here that, you know, have pita bread, it's, like, really subpar. Mm-hmm. Like, they have great food, but then he's like, you get the pita bread, it's like, nah, this is, like, obviously store-bought and warmed up in a microwave. It's not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, one of my favorite restaurants, I've talked about it many times, uh, way better than Top Notch is Hilbert's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, fantastic place. It's over, I believe they're down to one location over yeah. on Cameron. Yeah. Um, they used to have a couple locations around town. In fact, Hilbert's on Lamar, which is, we talked about this like in episode two, is where the, it's a, a P. Terry's now. Uh, that location on Lamar, that's the first time I ever had Frank's Red Hot Sauce. They used, to, they used to leave it out because they sell wings too. They used to leave it out in all the tables. Oh. And I was like, oh, what's this? Like, I'm going to put it on my burger. I was like, oh my God. You know, that's when I first discovered what Frank's Red Hot was, was oh because of Hilbert's. Man, that old, the, the P. Terry's on Lamar that used to be a Hilbert's. I feel bad for everybody in Austin who didn't have the experience of going into that restaurant and ordering food and sitting at that tiny little table up against the wall. Yeah. Because that was the only place to sit in there was those like little bench seats. It's like up against the window, right? Like facing out the window. Up against the window. And everything was sticky. And yeah. covered in grease and 150 years old. <laughs> and it, and it was would get hot as hell because the sun would come in from that as hell, side. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was great. What about non-hamburger restaurant? Like favorite places to eat in Austin? You have one? Non-hamburger restaurant. Right now, I'm really digging that Conti that took the place of Saps. Mm. I've only eaten there a couple of times, so they just started out. Like it's it's a it's a you new. You recommend it? Yeah, I, w- I would definitely recommend okay. it. You know, what's another place. I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast or if we had this conversation off mic. Uh, High Wings is also really good. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that. Been yeah. going to High Wings since you recommended it. Huge yeah, fan. Yeah. That's over there, like off of Anderson and Burnett uh, in the old North Cross Mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do like fried chicken that's phenomenal. Uh, great, great garlic parmesan fries, like the best garlic parmesan fries. They write that on the menu, the best garlic parmesan fries. Really? Lots of places write that on the menu. <laughs> it's they, true. They fall short. This place, like, no, it's, oh no, you guys, like, you, you're, you legitimately have this. I was a huge Tumble 22 fan, mm-hmm. like Nashville Hot Chicken, until Gus turned me on to High Wings, and now I'm 
100% high wings. They it's do so much better. Is it bone in or boneless, or does uh, it, yeah. they have both? They have or? both. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I typically get bone in, but Same. yeah, you can also get boneless. I'm not a bone in guy. Mm. I don't. There's more flavor with the bone. Yeah, mm. I'm not looking for more flavor. On the chicken, I don't think. I think it's the what is this thing soaked in yeah. that is going to scorch my mouth. I get that. Like it's 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 definitely a balance, right? Like I feel like lots of places can have good sauce to cover up subpar chicken. That's true. Uh, that, okay. I, I feel like this place. That's fair. Like I will get the sauce on the side, mm-hmm. so I can meter out. Wow. The uh, the quality chicken and the sauce. Okay. So like lots of places, I'll go. I'll just be like yeah, dump the sauce all over the shit. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. High wings definitely get it on the side. That way you can um, manually control the savoriness. I, might, I, I gotta go try this. Huh. What about you? Favorite restaurants? Yeah. yeah. Oh, can I just throw in Soup Leaf real fast, too? <laughs> soup Leaf? <laughs> I'm going there tonight. Right. So, I love it so much. Oh, really? What are your... Uh, I don't know that I have... Honestly, this is going to be... Uh, this is going to be a weird pick. I think my, my burger place is one that I go to rarely, but I really enjoy, and I think you guys are going to grimace at this, but um, when I'm feeling real, like, I don't want to do shit, and I want just a burger... <laughs> That is like not every bite is bad for me. Mm-hmm. Is um, uh, Phil's Ice House? Oh my god! <laughs> I, I I knew that you were gonna be like, oh come on! I don't know what it is about Phil's fucking Ice Dude. House. Those with like their onion rings, it's the greasiest food that you can possibly eat. Yeah, it's they, I, there is some there's a special place in my grease filled heart for that particular I'm burger. So I'm not grimacing because it's bad. Uh-huh. I'm just grimacing because I feel like there's better places. Like, oh, there's definitely better Phil's places. Phil's Ice House is fine. A hundred percent. So if you're not from Austin, Phil's Ice House is a uh, little burger hot dog restaurant uh-huh. that's ta- attached to an Amy's ice cream, which is a very, very, very popular ice cream uh, chain in Austin. Do you, Did we talk about the story behind Phil's Ice House? No, or? I don't know anything about it. I just, I've been there so, by accident and I really enjoyed it, so I keep eating it. I don't know if it was Amy's husband or her partner, if, I don't know if they were ever married or what, but her longtime... That's why they're connected. That's Partner why... was was oh. a guy named Phil, and it was his dream, I guess, to open up a, a burger sh- restaurant. And they never got around to it. They were all consumed with Amy's and trying to get, yeah. you know trying to get that grown. And then he died. I don't know if it was like no unexpectedly way. or if he died of an illness or whatever. But she created Phil's Ice House in his honor, so that even though he didn't get to live to see it, I think he uh, it, it's it, it's created an homage to him. The one on what is it on Burnet? I think yeah. that's, the only, that's one. the only one. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I love it. Yeah. It is. That's my Amy's. I go to the Amy's all the time. Uh, it's like Dan's and Fran's, but with a way, <laughs> like a way more. <laughs> <laughs> with a, ni- with a, it, a yeah, nice. They were, they were being nice about yeah. it. Uh, also, I'll tell you this, you know, I'm still, this is from the other podcast, but I'm, uh-huh. I'm sworn off hot dog or corn dog oh, for the rest right. of my yeah, life. Yeah, right? I'm yeah, never yeah. going to eat another corn dog again. Uh-huh. If I were to eat a corn dog, it would be a Phil's Ice Ooh, I got to get a corn dog at Phil's, It's very good, man. I don't know about you. I dread shaving my face. My, I don't know if you can tell if you've seen me on camera, my facial hair is super thick, super coarse. So anytime I use a dull, cheap razor, I, I suffer for it. Uh, whether it's nicks on my face or skin irritation. I also have sensitive skin. I don't, I don't, I'm just blessed, I guess. I'll get red patches on my skin and just my angry skin. It's really awful. I hate it. I've dreaded shaving for a long time because of it, especially because... You know, cheap plastic razors or the disposable kind, they don't do it for me. They just, I, they don't work for me. That's why I think you got to meet Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS, uh, International Space Station, and Mars Rover, and they're now bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble. The more wobble, the more nicks cuts and scrapes. 
Bad shave isn't necessarily a blade problem, it's an extension problem. So by using aerospace-grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just 0.0013 inches. It's less than the thickness of a human hair. That means a secure, stable blade with a vibration-free shave. Uh, gets better, the razor has built-in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. That's the other problem I have. My hair so th- my facial hair is so thick. When I shave, it just like clogs up. It's so awful. It's terrible. I don't have that problem with Henson. Uh, seriously, Henson shaving want, wants the best razor, not the best razor business. Uh, that means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, no planned obsolescence. The Henson razor works with standard dual edge blades to give you that old school shave with the benefits of new school tech. Once you own a Henson razor, it's about three to five dollars per year to replace the blades. Uh, it's really that great. I I like shaving with the Henson blade. Uh, it can handle coarse hair. If you have coarse facial hair like me, don't worry. This blade can handle it. I feel your pain. I know what it's like. Um, it's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash anma to pick the razor for you. Use code anma. You'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure you add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to h-e-n-s-o-n-s-h-a-v-i-n-g.com slash anma and use code anma. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product. It's just as good as any expensive pair I've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. That means if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after purchase. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. From childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions, Shady Rays is making a lasting impact on their lives through sunglasses. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange it for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Uh, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code ANIMA for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Once again, that's ShadyRays.com, code ANIMA. Listen, okay, I've got, this is going to take me on a slight tangent. Please, Dave. Please. Sweet potato fries suck and should never exist. Okay. Um, there's no reason to eat a sweet potato fry when you have regular potato french fries. Okay. healthier? No, fuck them. Um, <laughs> it's fried potato. If you're eating be. a french fry, yeah, what are you looking for? I mean, what the fuck do you want? Don't <laughs> no, eat I a agree. fucking I'm french fry. I'm just telling you that's the reason. Phil's Ice House, I remember, I've only, I've only been there a couple of times. They love the sweet potato fries. They have fry sweet there. potato fries. Fuck that. <laughs> I hate sweet potato fries. I get fries. the onion rings. I like sweet potato fries. Yeah, I'm fine they're with okay. it. No. It's just they're not as good as regular fries, but they're fine. Everyone tell us why sweet potato fries. Send us messages on social media. At Anima Podcast tell us why on Twitter sweet potato fries Instagram. are the worst and don't deserve to exist. I love know. sweet potatoes. Disagree. Feel free to disagree with Gus. It's been no. done before. Mm-hmm. And enjoy sweet potato fries. Um, be, be on the right side of history here. <laughs> I get the onion rings and they're so greasy. It's fucking incredible. Um, that's like my burger pick. I think my restaurant and I... I don't think this is going to be one that you guys agree with either, but the, it's the one that I enjoy, and I go with my wife, and we both really like it. It's Vince Young Steakhouse downtown. Uh-huh. It, I don't think it's the best steakhouse in Austin, but it is definitely the one that I love going to. My wife, I can get my wife to go to it, um, and it is enjoyable. I that, really like it. That's a uh, that's a Michael Jones joint too. That's right? he's he, a big fan. Of that so place. Went, went there and then started going there more because he was like, "I'm going to this thing. Do you want to come?" And it was like, "Damn!" I really figured out my order there. I really like the. There's particular sides and the way they do stuff. I really like it. And it has 
it's a fancy steakhouse in Austin called the Vince Young Steakhouse mm-hmm. that is in no way connected to Vince Young anymore. I, I think it used to be and yeah. is no yeah, longer. Yeah, it no longer yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, it's just his name. Just his name. Uh, it's right by the convention center, too. Um, so I don't go to it that often. It's pretty rare, but... Um, I, I, I prefer medium rare. That's Look, folks... Jesus Christ. Uh, I think those are my picks. I... I I don't think they're going to be super popular picks, but uh, they're where people, I enjoy. A lot of people like the Vince Young Steakhouse. It's a very good steak. I, I, really I, haven't, been, I haven't been there in years, probably yeah. since right after they first opened. Yeah. I went there once, and we had like biscuits, and our biscuits were frozen on the inside, and so they were like super apologetic and took them away and brought us new biscuits, and then they were cold too. It was a weird thing. Uh, uh, so what? I think I only went once. <laughs> this was a this was a long time ago. I'm sure management's changed, so I'm giving a big caveat and a big asterisk and a big out for them here. Uh, I remember having a similar experience where I went with my wife and like she ordered a side and it was cold like it was not cooked oh, wow. all the way through and uh, then you know, she like but it was back when like people were like in a Yelp she posted like a Yelp review about it and the manager of Vince Young Steakhouse replied to her Yelp review saying you're a liar we don't even serve that side here so that's impossible your story is you are full of shit what the fuck? and I was like we were both like what the hell is wrong with them <laughs> And like, like they came out actively angry, accusing us of lying, accusing her of lying, saying that they don't even have that. It's like it's on. You can see it on their online menu. It's right there. That's fucking reply with a mi- picture no, was, of the menu. <laughs> they was like, all right, this is stupid. There's wow, no, there's no crazy. point. So yeah, that, it's wow. been on the. It's been on my shit list since. Wow. Then. Wow. 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 Um, I gotta try Abba though. That sounds. Everybody should try Abba. Okay. It's so you, fucking good. What What would you recommend? Let me look at the menu. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't mean for it to go <laughs> in that direction. I'll tell you later. Thanks, man. <laughs> I thought maybe you'd just be like, "Oh, I usually get well, this thing." The well, there's like a there's like the a three hummus, hummus. There's well, like course. a three hummus thing. Right, I don't right. Remember. There's that, but I figured you'd be like, "And here's the meat thing that I get." Yeah, I'd have to like, look at the menu because okay. I, I bounce around a lot. Here's the inside info. Oh, okay, so let me let me ask that. Um, when you go to a restaurant, are you getting the same thing pretty consistently, or you, you Most bounce of the around? Time. Really? But, but at Abba, I bounce around wow. because everything's unexpected. I don't know a lot about Mediterranean uh-huh. food, so like I'm learning every mm-hmm. time I go there. You know, Abba's one of the few places. Like Indian food and Mediterranean food, I'll try new stuff. Mm-hmm. But most other restaurants, I have my exact order and yep. I stick to it. Like I've been eating the same thing at Maudie's. Since 1994. What is Maudie's? It's a Mexican restaurant that Gus hates. It's a Tex-Mex restaurant. Sorry, it's a Tex-Mex it. restaurant that Gus hates. <laughs> I've been eating there since like 90... Not, maybe not 94, maybe 95 or 96. But I've gotten the exact same thing every time I've been there. <laughs> so Gus was just so ready to be like, <laughs> let's, let's get the Let's get the cuisine right here. Sorry, it's a local Tex-Mex hey, chain. Do you like cheese soup? Because mm. everything is a variation of some kind of Yum. cheese soup. Oh, He's not wrong. <laughs> I, uh, give you guys a little uh, heads up that uh, Chupi, the Chupacabra cat, uh, recently was taken to Torchy's Tacos and would not eat it. Ooh. And then went to another place called Taco Taco. It's like a little taco truck. Wolfed him down. Tor- Torchy's has fallen off so far, the cat won't eat the, it. And that, that cat that will cat, eat anything. Yes. That, cat, that cat's a freak, that cat will bro. Grab it. Not yep. cat approved. Wait, wait, it's today. Today is, today is Chupi's birthday. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday, Chupi. Happy birthday, Chupi. Yeah, Chupi is uh, doing uh, an event at Little Darling, <laughs> which is such a cool idea if it wasn't 108 degrees today. Yeah, by the time uh, you're listening to this, Darling's kind of an outdoor place. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> by, the time, by the time you're listening to this, you missed it. It was yeah. uh, Chupi's yeah. birthday was last week for yeah. you, sucker. Yeah, you idiot. Um, Little Darling's one of those places that I like it. It's fine. If I lived in South Austin, I'd go. Yeah. I'm not going to drive down there for it. I feel the same way for... And, and it's like not... It's not like it's downtown. Right. It's down there. It's like down William Cannon somewhere, yeah, right? It's it about is. that far. That's far. Yeah. yeah. It's Little Darling's far. It's South Austin. 
that's really far. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going that far. I'll, I'll go down that far for Bahama Bucks, but that's about it. I, <laughs> Bahama. Oh, right. The, the Snowcone Snow place. place. Yeah. You said Bahama Bucks, and it like unlocked a memory I forgot about. Okay. I don't know if you remember this. Years ago, we were traveling. We were up in Seattle. I don't know why we were there. Maybe it was when we were playing Halo 2 or something, like when it was beta before it came out. It I was, 100% know where you're going with this. <laughs> okay, you do remember. It was like one of the early, well, maybe one of the first times I've been to Seattle. And it was me, you, Bernie, and Matt? I remember me, you, and Bernie. I don't remember if Matt There were four there of us, but. Maybe it was Matt, too, then. Um, and we had some time to kill before our flight back to Austin. And we were driving around, and Bernie was like, hey, let's, uh, we were past like a Bahama breeze, mm-hmm. you know, like that uh-huh. bar. And Bernie was like, hey, let's just stop in, let's get a drink, and then we'll head down to the airport and, you know, catch our flight back to Austin, whatever, you know. We park, get down, get a drink. I don't know what the fuck, I drank like a rusty nail or some god awful drink. Yeah, it was breeze. some sugary beach drink. And uh, we're like, all right, you know, we should probably be heading back to the airport now. We walk out to our car, and it was like we had rented like a minivan, like a, so there must have been four of us, if, yeah. you know, it was a slightly bigger vehicle. And we get out, and all along the passenger side, like the entire passenger side front door and like the sliding door and everything, were just like dented all uh, the way down the, the vehicle. What happened? We don't know. We, were, we, we got sideswiped. We're like, what the fuck? In the parking happened? lot. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was like this huge dent. And we we're like, shit. And Bernie's like, Bernie is the one who had rented the car. He's like, man, I didn't get the insurance. Like, what's going to oh, happen? We're going to go return no. this car. Like, are they going to, you know, see this and charge us like thousands of bucks in damage? And it's like, oh, man, what, you know, what a, what a downer shitty note to end yeah. this trip on so we go back we're like fuck you know we drive to the airport return the car and they don't say anything about it and uh we're like maybe they'll contact us after the fact and bill us or something and we get all the way back to austin it's like they still haven't said anything <laughs> and i like as far as i know like time passed and nothing ever came of it no way. yeah they never said anything i had a similar thing years and years and years ago where i, I was visiting uh my ex-brother-in-law like from my previous marriage, uh-huh. his family, and I'd rented a car and he backed into it mm. and dented in the passenger side pretty bad. And I didn't know what to do about it. Like the rental place was closed on the weekend. And so when I returned it, I just returned it and walked away and I serious? never heard anything back. They never asked me for any information about it. I figured I'd just get dinged or fucked or I'd get a call and be like, yeah. you know, it's like two grand. I never heard anything about it ever again. Wow. The one, but it wasn't as bad as the one. It was bad. At the Baha- it was bad. In the Bahama Breeze parking lot. We got sides. We were in there for 25 minutes. It was not maybe. long. Yeah. Not long at all. It was just a quick drink before the airport. Mm-hmm. And they fucking wrecked that cu- that van. Wow. Yeah. So uh, moral of the story, don't, don't sweat it. <laughs> it's going to be it. fine. It'll be fine. People aren't paying attention. Here's two examples where no, there were no, no negative consequences. Um, we were going to go do maybe a hamburger today from... Uh, a place that we'll probably end up doing next week. Okay, I would think. Um, I can tell you now, it's it's fine. Lebowski's Grill oh, inside of Highland yeah, Lanes. Yeah. Uh, wanted to go do that, but the schedule didn't work out today, so we'll probably have to do it next week. Uh, go get a burger or whatever. Uh, which I love that that's an extension of this podcast now is getting a hamburger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Um, anything from I'm, Dart Bowl's gone. Highland Lanes is sort of like it. Is there more? There used to be Showplace Lanes off of 35, but that's gone. That's a school now. Is there something with like an ATM or something there? <laughs> Did we talk about that? I don't. How do you, how do you know about I, that? I think I think you told me, but I don't I don't remember if it was. There was a strip club down. It's it's still there. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Palazzo is that what it's called? There, there, there's a strip club like off of 35 <laughs> in Ben White. He doesn't know what it's called. And, uh, it used to it used to a fucking membership to it. it used he to was be, a platinum member. <laughs> it used to be called Show Palace, uh-huh. and if you use the ATM there. 
the ATM would spit out a receipt that said show place. <laughs> and I always <laughs> thought it was funny. It was like plausible deniability. Like, no, I, 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 use, I, I use the ATM at show place. It tar- they charge me a $20 ATM fee. That's what they do there. <laughs> that's what they do. That's, uh, <sighs> that's, uh, man, that's, that's been a long time. That's yeah, funny. it's been a long time. He had a membership. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, show place lanes. Mm-hmm. Are there any other bowling places around? Not that I know of. I, f- I feel like three. that's a business that takes a lot of real estate, mm-hmm. and you can't charge enough money to make it work in the core of the city anymore. Out of yeah. the three, which did you go to the most? I think I went to... For me, it was Showplace Lanes, Sh- hands Showplace down. Showplace the most. Because that's where we used to go. Because that one was, was 24 that was the hours. That was the T&I place. That's the one we'd go yeah. for the call center. Yeah, oh, that, that's right. That, you bowled, you, 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 bowling. Yeah, you ruined bowling. Yeah. I only went to Dart Bowl maybe three times. Yeah. I wish I'd gone more. Now it's just a fucking... There's apartments, right? Lot. Yeah, I think they're they're they bulldoze the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's all yeah. it's all fucking. I had to break somebody's heart about that the other day. I let them know that Dart Bowl is shut the fuck down and bulldozed. It's been gone for a while. They That's what I said. Yeah. They're like, "What do you what do you mean?" And I'm like, well, "How often were you going to Dart Bowl?" Yeah, like, you, apparently it's not that big of a loss. It's for been you. gone for five, but four or five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. maybe th- yeah. I, I think it was pre-pandemic. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that stuff was fun, uh, and like I said, you know, now with you know all this stuff, like where we're sitting being built, like there's no way to make to financially make a business like that work. And I think you were bitching dude, off off Mike the other day about how the lack of batting cages. Oh yeah, there's no Austin. batting cages. Yeah, if yeah. the fucking Alamo Draft House couldn't make the Bolinelli thing work, I don't know who could. Yeah, I, remember the, they used to have like the two lane the, thing. Don't they still have it over there? Uh, like it got, it got closed for a long time because of COVID. I don't know if it's back I don't open know, I think yet. Became a bar which, after that or something. Which Alamo was it? it? South Lamar. South Lamar. That's that's high. That's like high, high ball, ball or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it has that anymore. I think it's just a bar now. Back when it was the, you know, we talked about this recently, when it was the shopping center before they demolished it all. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the shopping center was almost kind of like a... Um, horseshoe? Horseshoe, yeah. And Draft House was at the very back and had these two arms that went out towards Lamar. Um, if you were facing Lamar, on the left was like vintage shops and guitar places. In the middle of the parking lot, there was like a thundercloud. Then up the right arm, at the very end, that's where the highball was. Mm-hmm. It was the highball and then trash stores, like Alien yeah. Scooter. Yeah, and, I forgot about Alien like Scooter. A bunch of weird shit. Uh, and over there, the highball had multiple lanes and was like fairly decent size, but then they demolished all of that to like rebuild that draft house South Lamar. And then the highball almost became like an addition to the mm-hmm. the draft house where it's like kind of off to the side and it's much smaller than it used to be. Aren't there those places like in the domain and downtown that are like bowling and yeah. ping pong yeah. and a bunch of shit at one that like, like grown up punch 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 bowl? punch social? Bowl social yeah I hate that fucking place. I think that's a Colorado place. It sucks. That place sucks. But that's the only way you can make a business like that work now. It's you like selling alcohol, yeah. Yeah. right? You yeah, have yeah. To have it all and sell a bunch of booze yeah. to subsidize. Uh, and and uh, this sort of leads me into. The anarchy question that I wanted to get oh, to. Oh, look this at week. you segueing. Um, this is from a 40% chump by volume. Good name. <laughs> on the Reddit, r slash animal podcast, which again, I want to be clear, we don't run. I just go to. That's all of these subreddits. We don't, these are user owned and operated, not us. We are yeah. not user. We simply go. I like those sunglasses, by the way. Thank um, you. Does that come up a lot? No, I just want to be clear. Okay. It's the same thing with like, here, here's, I guess, what I'm, I'm driving at by saying that. When people have issues with, hey, this thing happened on, a, on the Discord, and it's like, we don't have a Discord. Well, this happened on the subreddit. I don't run that. Yeah. I just want to be really clear yeah. that if, if things arise, things happen, stuff like that, nothing, is, nothing has occurred. I just want to be clear that we don't, this is just a resource for me. Mm, yeah, I, we, could, I could just easily. We can't fix that. I could pull questions from what people tweet at us at yeah. Animal Podcast, right? And we don't run that. Is this still called <laughs> tweeting? 
Or do we, they X you now? We will uh, simply call it tweeting. Okay. Um, How fucking stupid. <laughs> X is going to give it to you. <laughs> it's so cool. I, I hope he doesn't buy Fonda San Miguel and turn that into something <laughs> fucking lame. Um, er. Er. Here's, yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should buy Fonda San Miguel. Um, here's the question. 40% chunk by volume. Do you guys think the way that you explored and learned Austin when you first lived there is possible anymore? Do you think the discovery of cities and its charm is becoming harder to do? The way you guys talk about Austin, you can truly hear the deep love for it despite its flaws. I'm 20 years younger than you guys, and I find it really hard to connect to the city that I live in. You, you live in the wrong city. But Yeah. And they said, maybe I'm just being a wuss about it. And I, I think that that's, I think that's interesting. Yeah, I think that... If anything, discovery is way easier now. I agree because of uh, you know platforms like review platforms, Google, Yelp, like all of that shit. Like things surface that you might be interested in. I think the thing that's different about Austin today than when we went is Austin was definitely a laid back cowboy hippie town, mm -hmm. uh, college town. So if anything, Gus and I probably had to work a little harder to find <laughs> shit back yeah. then because there was less obvious stuff around and Austin wasn't as big. Now, it would be, I think, the hardest thing, like to be our age when we, when we met and yeah. growing up in Austin now, would just be there's too much. Like you like never overload. like I felt like I I knew everything about Austin after yeah. about five years six years I don't think you could ever feel that way about Austin I definitely now. don't feel that it's way it's just at all so anymore. big now yeah. and I think it's still totally possible because I am that process of falling in love with a place and getting excited about it and going and exploring and learning little bits about it I'm going through that with Detroit right now interesting and I'm I and it's charming and I found myself this morning thinking about Detroit what. That, that, in my living room. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question because before you said that part, I was trying to think about like learning a new city and how the process. And I was thinking back to when we were learning about Austin when we first moved in. I think we've talked about this before about what a resource the Chronicle was yes. for helping direct us and like list everything that we could potentially be interested in in one place. Do you find yourself, since you're an old man like me, do you find yourself gravitating to like a local newspaper like that as well? Or yes. is it more internet-based for no, searching? No, no. The internet is uh, just a lot of white noise to me at this point. You know, uh, I like the little local newspaper, but my favorite thing to do is like rent a bicycle, rent mm -hmm. like a city bike and just explore, you know? And then word of mouth too, like... <laughs> I think word Detroit serious, helps yeah. a lot because it, it, I, it, Emily's family lives up there, so they have so many rec recommendations and so many places they've already tried, and so you can kind of learn through other people as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I shouldn't poo-poo technology. There, I, I sure. I certainly do use it to discover stuff. But yeah, I say I feel like maybe for you and I, like the algorithm is broken for us. Yeah. A, a lot of times for because of work, uh, but I feel like for the most part technology and like media platforms surface things and show you ads for things that you're going to be interested in. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot easier to get that stuff put in front of your face because it's like it's going to be super targeted uh, and easier to find in that respect. I do feel like it's easier if I, if I wanted to know what's going on in Austin next week, it would be easier for me to pick up an Austin Chronicle and spend 15 minutes looking through it. I feel like I'd have a full picture of the city as opposed to now I have to go to two different Instagram accounts that like what, when, where Austin and Austin things to do. And then there's do512.com and like there's it, it to aggregate all that information it can be a bit, bit unwieldy. Mm -hmm. And it's so much easier just to pick up the Chronicle and go like, oh, here's the five places I need, thing we're, I need to care about. We're definitely old. That's fine. We we're are. De we're definitely old. I'm right on that cusp, but I'm with you. Where when I was really discovering San Diego, when I was younger, it was grabbing 
the weekly reader, San Diego weekly reader, yeah. and opening it up and seeing, here's all the shows that are playing, here's all the stuff that's happening, here are these restaurants, check this place out. Like, leafing through it and circling stuff and then going, hey, we're gonna go here today. And like, I think that is such a resource yeah. for like so many things, but word of mouth is gonna be, yeah. it's the yeah. biggest. When you have a friend, this just happened the other day. I had a friend who was in town from Portland um, and we were kind of hopping around. We went to pinballs, never been. It's like, oh, cool, you know, go to that. He's like, I don't know, what do you want to do? I'm like, well, let's go get a bite to eat. And I took him to Top Notch, and I went with a couple other friends who'd never been to Top Notch but live here. Mm -hmm. And they were like, this is fucking aw Nobody would take, like, who would have taken us here? And it's like, I, this is like an institution for. Yeah, it's weird that yeah. they would be unaware of that. It used yeah. to be a tourist attraction it because used, the days didn't confuse, but it, it's not anymore. It used to be. Hmm. Yeah. And so I think a lot of those places are sort of. Do 512 isn't promoting top notch. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the the word of mouth is going to be an endless thing. And it was when I was younger in San Diego. I had a friend named Mario who was like, yeah, we're going to this place. Yeah, Maybe check it, this place. You know. Yeah, it's all about the new stuff now. It's, what's coming, what's, exactly. what just opened versus what's been here for yeah, a while. I, th I think also probably some of it depends on your personality type. Mm -hmm. Like I've always been a collector. When I was a kid, I collected baseball cards and comic books. And when I was a younger kid, I collected stamps. And I used to clip fucking Sunday Sunday funnies out and put them in. <laughs> I used to put them in a photo album so I could read like Beetle Bailey all the way through. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> That's so cool. Now I know why you were in the army. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense now. Yeah. This is me. And, uh, I don't know why I pulled Beetle Bailey out there. <laughs> I was much more of a Bloom County guy, but I definitely read uh, Beetle Bailey. Uh, but... Uh, and I think I like to collect experiences and places in Austin, you know, and like I, it's like a puzzle that, yeah. like a city is like a puzzle you're trying to put together and I want to find every fucking piece. I want to know, I want to know like the back of my hand and I can't wait to get there. And if I'm not there yet, it makes me itchy. Like I got to go out and just like drive around until I feel like I have a handle on it. Good luck. Everything's changing here so much. I know. It's, it's, that's it's, the best part about Austin is you go out of town for nine days and come home and you're like, oh, they built four houses in a condo. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I mean, we came here today and the, you were saying the last time you were over here is, you it's, know, oh, you almost got sold drugs. Yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah. It, this is a totally redone area. You go, you keep going down Springdale and they have what, Easy Ally or whatever the the brewery is and the, mm. the rock climbing place mm -hmm. and you keep going past the police station. It yeah. connects you all to like the South Austin. I mean, the big arteries like this are constantly in flux. Let's be honest. The drugs are still here. They've just changed. It's 100% right. <laughs> <laughs> just true. to be, just to be yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. We're just not in the neighborhood where you get them. You have to go over two blocks. <laughs> that, I think that's one of the, you know, because I'm, I've talked about this a lot, but I'm thinking about, you know, a, a future where I'm not primary Austin resident uh -huh. someday. Although I'm I'm really starting to doubt my ability to leave this city completely. I just don't know that I can. It's got it's got a hold on me that I, I don't think it's ever going to let go. But one of the things that I have and people bitch and complain about Austin changing and growing and becoming a different place time. than it was. And like they were doing it when Gus and I moved here. Yep. Of course. And they'll be doing it after we leave. But uh, one of the things that I love about Austin that keeps it interesting to me and that keeps it exciting to me is that the growth has never stopped. Mm -hmm. And I love growth. I just love to watch places change and evolve. I love to watch yeah. buildings and houses get built. I love to watch places get revived. revived. I, I, it's sad to see old things go. You know, I, I wish I could eat it now for the rest of my life. But that's not the way the world works, mm -hmm. you know. And whatever comes, hopefully, whatever comes after Nows in that spot will be cool in its own way and it'll be around and, for decades. Or yeah, do its own thing. Do its own thing. Yeah, it's. Uh, 
I mean, it's, it, it's so weird. I, it, it seems like such a natural thing. Like, you start a restaurant, El Gallo. You start El Gallo, uh-huh. you know, family-owned restaurant. You run it for 40 or 50 years. If there's, n- if there's nobody to turn it over to what, and you want to retire, you just close down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's natural. It's okay. People get so, like, up in arms about it, and I do too. But I really, as I've gotten older, I started to realize, like, it's okay for things to end. And it's not... Especially if they're ending on the creator's terms. I think that's, I think that's really important, is that it doesn't mean it was not successful because it came to an end. Yeah. Right. It was very successful for a very long time. And then it, it's and then, done with it. Yeah, and then you go, okay, that's all. You're like, oh, I don't want to run a restaurant anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm, 60, I'm 68. I've got right. a few years left. And right, right. my kids don't want to run my restaurant. Mm-hmm. And who else am I, am I going to sell it to a stranger? Right. And then have them take the name? Like, no. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, and I think that's not necessarily something that's unique to Austin. But I think we're definitely experiencing a lot of that. I watched a great documentary a couple weeks ago about like a mochi shop in San Francisco that had been around for 100 years. And it was like the dude who was running it was like the son of the original owner. And he was now like in his 70s. He's like, I've been doing this every day for 50, 60 years. Like, I don't want my kids to do this. Like, I'm just going to shut it down. And it's like this, you know, huge outpouring of support. Like you say, people are like sad that it's done. He's like, like I, save the place. He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want, I want to retire. And like, that's, that's it. It's done. It's yeah. over. I love that. A huge outpouring of support. And the guy's going, Please stop. <laughs> no, I mean, he was, I don't, they were I don't, very, I don't they were very do grateful this. about it. And, you know, there was like a big ceremony and everything. But it's like, they're, they're, they're not, they're not like struggling. Like, oh, no, we couldn't save it. Yeah. It's like, no, it's just done. That's it. We're, we, we had our run. A hundred year run, which is fucking crazy. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. It's awesome that there are like restaurants in China that have forever soup that mm-hmm. have been in operation for 400 years. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's fucking cool. I think that's really phenomenal, actually. But not everything is that. Yeah. <laughs> and not everything should be. And we shouldn't expect them to be. I think about it, it's, it's the same. We're talking about restaurants now, but it's, they're very similar parallels to our industry mm-hmm. that we all work oh, in as well, yeah. you know? And it's like, people got to be okay with things they like ending when the people that are cooking them or making them yeah. don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom Warner doesn't own Warner Brothers <laughs> anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever the fuck their name was. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where it comes from with our industry. It's like you look at movie studios, you think those have been around forever, when honestly, they really haven't. In the scope of things, no. they've been around for no time. Yeah, yeah. I think Warner Media, I only know that because we're part of them. It's like, but like, what, 100 years today, This year is their 100-year yeah. anniversary, right? It's like, yeah. it's, and so when you dial it back, you go, hmm, when did it start? 1923. Yeah. Not that long ago. Not that long. No. Uh, definitely within recorded history. Uh, kind of want to wrap this up and everything, but want to get a final review on the coffee because you finished yours. Um, and Gus, what do you think? It's not my favorite. It got better as the ice melted, but okay. it's still not my favorite. If I was going to give that a rating, I'd give it maybe wreck around a seven or so. And I'm, that definitely went up from my first mm-hmm. thought. I'm going up. I'm going up to a 6.8. It's a 6.8. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really do recommend this cup of coffee. It's very good. I will say that if you do come here, prepare to hear every song from TikTok that you've heard in the last three months just played at you, but it's the whole song. And you can't skip it. Yeah. So that is what's happening. Oh, hell yeah. It's some great audio texture to we end this We thought we were with. getting through without audio texture, baby. Adios texture. <laughs> Take us out, trash can. I, I <laughs> uh, you can follow us at Anima Podcast they on Twitter. They played that blues song. I haven't heard that since yep. the 90s. Yep. Oh, uh, that's because it wasn't that. It's the BB Rexa version that came out a couple years ago. It, Gus does not know I have no who idea. BB Rexa no. is. No, he doesn't. I th- it was her, David Guetta? Eiffel 65? That was the original. And then 
BB Rexa, bless her heart, wants to be famous so bad. Um, it's trying, trying her hardest, and uh, terrible remix. But you. Wow. At Anva Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, let us know what coffee you're drinking. Let us know what you got going on. Um, let us know why sweet potato fries are the worst. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this on Monday, the 7th, later today, uh, me and Jeff uh, will be starting. Uh, Jeff and I. Why take two. Pl- why even plug it? <laughs> why even plug it? Jeff, take the plug. Go for it. The Break Show begins today at 4 p.m. August 7th, 4 p.m. You can watch it live on Rooster Teeth or the Fuckface YouTube channel. The VOD, which is video on demand. Trying to break the curse of internal language. The internal language going external. The video, you can watch it later on Thursday on the Fuckface YouTube channel. Um, So you can check that out. That'll be later today if you're listening on Monday. If if you're listening on Tuesday, you've missed it. But that's okay because, again, you can watch it on Thursday. Early reports are in. Uh, It's going to be a raucous good time. So let let me say this. The first episode Episode, myself, Jeff, and Emily. The second episode, Gus, would you like to be on? Hell yeah. And we can do Jeff's, we can do Gus's carts. August 14th? Yeah. Okay. If you're around. Yeah. Oh, well, you're looking we at went, me wearily. We went through this whole, well, because you're a busy guy, I want to make sure no, you're no, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, we went through this whole check. episode, and we'll, this is was, this will be our cliffhanger. Uh-huh. This will be our Who Shot JR uh, for this episode. We didn't talk about the fact that you flew with Gus. Oh, I did. And I want to know. I want to know. I want to know everything about that. Eric Eric flew the plane. I don't know anything about it. Don't tell me anything about it. Keep me in suspense. Keep the audience in suspense. Let's not talk about it in the car. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear about it until next one. And at Anima Podcast, Twitter and Instagram. uh, Any parting words? Anything else? Oh, man. Go inside. It's fucking hot. It's it's 95 right now. Go inside or go to Michigan. It's 72 (laughs) degrees. (laughs) Bye-bye.